This is... Wait, we should establish, like, what we want to talk about. What I, are the bullet I, points we need to I, hit here? I, I got it. I got it. Okay, so we tell them that the show is called Do You Want to Make a Podcast? It is a fireside chat between two best friends who are on the hunt to create the perfect podcast. They have a lot of ideas, and they can't decide what they want to talk about. Okay. That's pretty much it. That's it. We that's 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 the like, synopsis. Then we'll then we'll plug the social media. Do we want to do like social media? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we'll tell them to follow us at Do You Want to Pod, all spelled out. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also email us at Do You Want to Make a Podcast at Gmail dot com. That's it. That works for me. Wait, I think we just did it. We did it. That was my that was my plan all along. Oh, okay. Bye. Bye. Except hello, because now the show's starting. Yes, it is. Indeed. Is that, is that Heath Ledger, Joker? Uh, no, that's and here we go. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're close. How you're, do you feel about Joaquin about to play the Joker? I don't know. I haven't. I'm very nervous about this film. Okay. This is this is real talk right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very nervous about this film. I'm very nervous that this film is going to uh, glorify a type domestic of- domestic terrorism domestic terrorism and toxic masculinity mm. that is thumbs down correct um i think white boys are gonna love this film yeah that's what i that's what i think i'm not 100 percent sure i'm gonna see it okay but i'm not 100 percent sure that i'm not gonna see it i also i think i've said this before part of what makes the joker so such a good villain lack of and so scary backstory is a lack yeah. of backstory oh that's if you have said that to me before i forgot it but i don't disagree yeah. it's like the joker the joker is literally the quintessential chaotic evil yes. villain yes and part of what makes him so chaotic evil is that the re there's why, no rhyme or reason. why is he doing this just because just because like, yeah once you define it it loses Yes. Some of the fun and the mystery. Well, it loses all the mystery. And I don't think he's the type of villain that should become a sympathetic character. Yeah. Which is what I fear this film will attempt to do. Mm. So the the that's all I really have to say about that. Do you think people sympathized with the Joker after he, the tragic uh, you know events that led to Heath Ledger passing away? Do you think that people there was a sort, certain sympathy from yeah. the culture? Yeah, and I mean Heath Ledger's Joker was very good it's an it's literally an oscar-winning performance right uh and it's very good but why is it good because you don't know why the fuck he's doing it right yeah because he's just doing it because he wants to i was i was just trying to get into the to whatever anxieties you might have to maybe put at rest the whole sympathy thing because right. maybe that's already begun well the thing i mean the the thing is like in that movie, though, the Joker is still painted as the villain. Yeah, and this, and, and now he's more movie, your he's, he's your anti-hero the, he's protagonist, the, right? Yeah. He's a, he is at worst probably going to be an anti-hero, right? You know, which the concept of the anti-hero has been very problematic in the past. Just look at people like Walter White 
and you yeah. know, people looking looking up to those things or whatever. What's right. Ed Norton's character in Fight Club? Tyler Durden. Tyler Durden. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. But like uh, then this is just playing devil's advocate. I'm just for the sake of conversation. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to like get you riled up by any means. You can't. You can also make the argument that, hey, there are no heroes and villains. You just have people. Yes. Which right? I think is. Uh, yes. But <laughs> there are. I don't. I don't disagree personally. Yes. The problem is that there are people that see that as saying that, like, well, then I can just do whatever I want. As a permission slip. Right. It's yeah. a permission slip to just be like, well, if there are no heroes and villains, then I can just right. do whatever I want, and that's fine. There's, I keep... Like, there's still a sense of decency. Right. Now, this is this is tangential. It's not directly related to what we're talking about. I'm going to give another shout-out to Factually, Adam Conover. He has, you'll like this, an episode that talks brings on a psychologist who studies the effects of video games on folks. Oh, don't even get me started. And how video games do not cause people to be violent. Yes, and thank such. you. Now I w- but in in this conversation, he also says violent movies do not cause people to become any more violent than violent video games do. No. And so I that's where I'm trying to get to with the Joker movie is, you know, the same thing as like the purge or the horror genre in general could just as easily give folks, you know, if, if you're going to make the argument of a piece of media enables people. Right. I just not say that for everything. I else? just fear. Yes. No, you're, that's a good point. That's fair. I like that. I like this discussion. Me too. I'm, I'm, I don't disagree, but I just, my, Media can put things on pedestals that people will then misinterpret. Of course. And choose to adopt. Like, one of my biggest pet peeves in general is anyone taking a piece of media and adopting it as their identity. It's why I have... (laughs) It's why I have mixed feelings about Harry Potter. It's why I have mixed feelings about, like, everything. But we're going to see The Matrix, which is one of a few things I have woven into my identity. Well. It's being re-released today. Well, through a span of days. Today's the day we're going to see it in theaters. Uh, Well, it's there's a difference between liking something and making it your nationality. Who you are. Okay. I I do not do that. Right. I mean, I am the chosen one, and I can control the Matrix, but I haven't made it. Do you know Kung Fu? (laughs) I know. I'm going to learn jujitsu. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, on this podcast, I can't teleport, so it's not too far no, off. It's not, it's not too far from the truth. That's true. <laughs> sorry, but sorry, sorry. No, no, Continue no. with your serious point you were trying to make. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> but that that's just always, like, that's always what I'm afraid of, is that, like, people will choose to uh, like things and and relate to things that have an unhealthy message because they're like, they're still just because something doesn't necessarily just be just, just because like movies and media don't necessarily make the world. It's such a tough line to walk. It, and, and that's it's what I'm getting a at. Tough line I'm to not walk. saying I'm right and you're wrong. It's no, yeah. we're talking about humans and behavior, which yes. you cannot you cannot plan for or control in my mind. You, yes. It, it's well, not possible. Well, yeah. And I think part of the problem is that 
if you go watch these things, you have to remember to go watch them with a critical eye and remember to say, one, it it ain't real. Mm. So you you shouldn't try and recreate it in your life. Right. And two, what is this movie trying to say? And is that a good thing to say or a bad mm. thing to say? Or is it moot? Very rarely is it moot uh, unless it's a garbage piece of cinema that right. just doesn't do anything. Well, I think I think that to sorry, and if if you have if you have more there, I'll stop. No, no, I, no, 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 no. I, go. I think, and I'm just again borrowing and paraphrasing from this episode of Factually that I listened to. Mm-hmm. You know, folks were uh, worried that the invention of the printing press was going to make you know things too widely available mm-hmm. and like corrupt the you know the psyche of mm-hmm. society and whatnot and so on and so forth. That it's it's a it's a good thing that you as a person, Jim, have these reservations mm-hmm. because it means that you are conscious about mm-hmm. what's influencing you. And mm-hmm. I think that's great. But I wouldn't, but I think that it, that's kind of personally where I sort of draw the line is like, okay, I know that I won't do this. I, I, I will not adopt a violent movie as like a, as a green light. To just go out and yes. do that. Yes, no, and that's why, like, you know. I'm not, but I, I think we need to, there's, that's that's about as far as any individual person can go. For folks to go be like, and you shouldn't see that movie, I think is crossing a line. Well, it all depends on if it's some, uh, uh, the type of media you want to see made, you know? Like, people can people can talk about this Joker film and be like, this is not the kind of thing that I want to see made and as a result I won't see it. Oh yeah, that's like, your that's, that's your choice. Right, yes. But I'm not I'm not saying this type of movie shouldn't be made. I'm not saying this type of movie should be censored. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying you're conflicted. What's this movie what's this movie trying to say? Right. You know, because if it's because if it's, you know, what I am afraid of that it's a movie that's going to empower toxic people that harass people right. on the internet and and make them see themselves as justified then because they're because they feel like they are the joker yeah. then i'm gonna be like Pfft. right well i don't think this, that's what i'm afraid of. i don't think this joker movie if it does that it won't do that any more so than a slew of other influences that fight are out club, there then fight club has already done or just real life people yes who are you know through either giving it the thumbs up or omitting uh criticism have also given this the green light you know yes so i i and i want to give the benefit of the doubt to hollywood i want to give the benefit of the doubt to mr phoenix and hope for the best oh yeah joaquin great actor great actor joaquin phoenix uh, do you remember when he went on Letterman? And no, was like a hobo. No, and like he didn't answer any of his questions, and it's one of the worst late night interviews of all time. Oh no, you not know, at all. You've never seen that? Was it a bit, or that was just where he was at in life? Well, at, uh, I don't remember. I think in retrospect, people think it was a bit. Yeah, that Letterman was not party to though. <laughs> so like wow. Joaquin came out and did his own bit because that was the bit that he was doing for like. He did it for like a year or something like that. Wow. It's crazy. John C. Riley has described working with Joaquin Phoenix as working with 
a raccoon going through garbage. Like that Joaquin is like this, like can have this feral energy Mm -hmm. that you can't predict, Mm -hmm. but it's like so raw. And I guess in this analogy, he's saying it's a good thing. Yeah, that tracks. So I'm, I'm curious. I want to see Joaquin do the Joker very much. Yes. That is sort of where my expectation stops going into this. Yes. I don't know if I'll see it. I might see it. I should watch a full trailer. I watched like I watched some of the trailers and then I kind of like drew some conclusions and I'm like, mm, mm, mm. so we'll see. Hey, no one's no one's forcing you. We'll see. So I guess we'll make a podcast now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. OK, great. Okay, so... So we're here making a podcast. For new listeners, we usually don't get that serious right off the bat. Yeah, we don't usually do a full, like, uh, psychological media analysis. <laughs> what we typically uh, do is write down list of ideas because we're on the quest to create the perfect podcast. What would the name of that podcast that we just did be called? Violence is no joke-er. Okay, I don't have a better... Uh, that, that, that works. If you have better ideas, like, later on, and that we can interrupt whatever we're saying, and you can throw that idea out there. I'm, I might do that. Okay. I so, will do that. Well, what we typically do is uh, write down ideas for the other person to riff off of. I have a list for you, James. Thanks. Which you've never seen before. This will be the first time you look at the list. It's true. And here we go. Huh. <laughs> This is a podcast uh, called Counting Valeries. Yes. Okay. There's so many Valeries in the world. There are a lot of Valeries. Uh, the first one that comes to mind is the subject of Amy Winehouse's lovely song. Yes. Uh, she didn't. I don't think she sang it originally. I'm pretty sure it's a cover. But yes. Mark Ronson wrote the song. Did he? I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a Mark Ronson song that Amy Winehouse was... First, it was like a pop, upbeat sort of thing. And then comes my favorite version, the Amy Winehouse unplugged uh, slower. Mark Ronson featuring Amy Winehouse. Yeah, so she was in bo- She was in the original version of the song. But then she sort of stripped it down uh, for the second iteration, which is my preferred version of it. So, okay, alrighty, we have two Valeries. Well, Valerie is a song written by the English indie rock band The Zootons, taken from their second studio album, Tired of Hanging Around, in 2006. Valerie was later covered by Mark, Mark Ronson, Ronson with league vocals Get provided by here. Amy Winehouse. We have three Valeries. Who took the song to number two in 2007. But it's not as old as I thought. I thought it was an older song than that. Okay, so right off the bat. It's only that's from 2006. What I thought was one Valerie, we already have three. That's already three. That's... A lot of Valerie's. Yeah. Oh wait, that's right. We're counting them. Wait, yeah, what? Uh, counting them because if I don't know if you know this, if you're a valoric with a V, uh, intake is too much. Uh, that's an imbalance in your life. Yeah. It can cause some negative health be- health uh, effects. The main Valerie I take in is uh, Valerie uh, Bertinelli, mm-hmm. who uh, is a cook and actress. Okay. Uh, I just discovered by watching horrible videos on uh, Facebook that she was actually one of the people on Hot in Cleveland with Betty White. But primarily what I watch her on is uh, she hosts the Kids Baking Championship on the Food Network. Got it. With uh, Duff Goldman. How much, so say you watch 
this, I forget her last name, Bertinelli? Yes, I believe so. Miss Bertinelli, how much is, like, you watch her for an hour, how many Valerie's, like, w- like what's a serving size? Like, you, you ingest that media for an hour. Are you at, like, 500 Valerie's? Like, have you, or have you already, like, maxed out your daily Valeric intake after one episode with her? Uh, well, I don't think I've maxed it out because we uh, typically watch several episodes at once. Okay. In 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 a row, but they are only like ten episode seasons. But there are two seasons a year, so there's about twenty episodes a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess what I'm just trying to get at is, are you are you over or under your twelve hundred allotted Valerie's daily? Under. Under. Oh, that's well, great. Well, okay. So <laughs> most days, yeah. Definitely under. Ah, uh, that dude. That's really good. I'm proud of you. Because it's like zero, really. <laughs> oh no, Jim! You're, other not, you're days, not getting any Valerie's at all. Other days, <laughs> it's probably way over because I watched several episodes of the Kids Baking oh, Championship. Okay, what do we do? What do we do now? I don't know. Hmm. I just, I just re- can't believe that Hot in Cleveland was a show. Except, really, what is Hot in Cleveland but a two thousands version of the Golden Girls? Except it's not as good as the Golden Girls. What did Hot in Cleveland? Where did they come up short? Would you say? I don't. Really, I don't know. I shouldn't dunk on Hot in Cleveland. I don't think I've ever watched a full episode. But, and I love Betty White. Right. I. I think we all do. I. I don't know if I'm just dunking on it because it was on TV Land, and I'm like, any show that's on TV Land can't be that good. <laughs> oh. But some of the classics are on TV Land. Well, they didn't originally air on TV Land. So what you're saying is TV Land is a as a first stop bad. TV Land is a permanent home once you've achieved all the success. Well that's good. what TV that's what TV Land was for a long time. It they didn't have like really any original content. Yeah. You know, like them and the AMC channel used to just be like airing old yes. movies and TV yes. shows. Yes. And that was it. Now, and now they now, just like everybody else, they're like, we have to make the greatest shows. Ever made. Yeah. Or in the case of TV land, they're like, let's just put Betty White on a TV. She's 90 and everybody loves her. Which is true. It is a perfect formula. I mean, I do. I love Betty White. Perfect formula. Betty White. Perfect podcast. Why has it taken me so long to connect these dots? You should just have a Betty White podcast. There's a lot to go through. There's not the holy shit. Betty White has been uh, a prominent American figure for like the last 60 years. I think we've done it. I think today's the day. You think today's the day? I'm trying to think of any better ideas than a Betty White podcast coming up with zero. Let's see if it exists. Oh, geez. So so instead of hot in Cleveland, would it be like pod in Cleveland? No, we're not going to tie Betty White. To hot in Cleveland. Okay. Betty White has so many better things better than hot things. in Cleveland. Not that hot in Cleveland, I'm sure, is fine, but like it's no Golden Girls. Mm. There's got to be a podcast that dissects the Golden Girls, which I've never watched religiously. So it could be part, you know, recapping, but also part me seeing it for the first time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wait. Oh, the Golden Girls is such a good show. Well, I think this is. So I just searched Betty White on Apple Podcasts just to see if there's maybe something already called that. 
I'm not seeing one, so that's good. That's good news. Wait Let's... a minute. We can call it. I have a shirt with our with the best name for the idea. It's a shirt with Betty White on it. It says, Who's Your Betty? We could come up with a podcast called Who's Your Betty? Yes. Uh, yes. That, that's a that's a name. It's but... better than Pod in Cleveland. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're improving. <laughs> Baby steps, my dude. Oh, there are a lot of Golden Girls podcasts, though. So we can't just be a Golden Girls podcast. But damn it, I love the Golden Girls. It can. Golden Girls was a great show. Golden Girls was ahead of its time. In what way? In a in the way that it was a show about four old ladies in the early nineties. Mm, okay. Uh, and also in the way that um, it became like a gay cultural touchstone. Got it. Uh, because it discussed a lot of issues. Uh, about uh lgbt word uh stuff before it was uh in vogue to discuss yeah i forget which ones they they tackled because i haven't watched in a while but if we get betty white on and we talk about like what her if she was on the golden girls now what the episodes would be it could be like the sequels so like Golden Girls two, two golden, two girls. Well, it would be it would be pretty quiet because she's the only living golden girl. But the most golden girl. The most she is the most golden. Stay girl. golden, Betty White. Stay gold, Betty White. Oh, I do like that one. Yeah, that one, that one. we we say that phrase a lot on this show. We do. I mean, it's a great phrase. It's a nothing, classic. It's a classic. Gold. Classic poem. Nothing gold can stay. Yes. The Betty White podcast. Oh, I forgot that Betty White had a voice in Toy Story 4. Who'd she voice? She voice. so... I missed that. A bunch of... Do you remember the beginning where uh, Woody gets left in the... Spoilers. Spoilers. Well, it's the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Woody gets left in the closet with, like, all of Bonnie's old, like, preschool toys. Yep. Uh, She's one of those. All the toys in there are plays off of old comedians names and they were voiced by those comedians oh i miss so, that entirely betty white was bitey white uh, <laughs> let's see i don't remember all the names i remember seeing them like as they went by but uh i know um carol burnett was there yeah carol burnett was cheryl burnett oh my god mel brooks yeah mel brooks was Melephant brooks jeez i need to rewatch this movie carl reiner uh and alan oppenheimer but yeah, those were the all yeah Mel Brooks and Carol Burnett and Betty White and Carl Reiner voice the get out of here things in the closet, which was like, I because because I heard the voices I was like, is that Mel Brooks? And so I was like, oh, I gotta check at the end and see if that was Mel Brooks. And I was like, oh, it was. Mm. Like they all had like two or three lines like it wasn't like a whole lot i must have was, that all went over my head it was like a blink and you miss it type yeah thing. well and i did yeah i did miss it but uh yes it was it was good jeez betty white is a national treasure and i love her very much and uh she has a nauseating amount of work how many credits does she have on indb 116 actress credits. So there's a lot for us to. There's so there's a lot through. for us to go through. So we can, okay. So are we going with nothing gold can stay the Betty White podcast? No, I believe it was stay gold. Stay gold. Stay gold, Betty White. Then if we talk about 
her appearances as herself. She has 339 appearances on TV as herself. Get out of here! That's wonderful. That's like the biggest compliment. 300 and however many folks were like, we love you, just come on and be you. Yeah. Not, her, her first credit is a short in 1945. And she's still working. She had a full-time gig on TV like five years ago. And she still like makes appearances every now and again. Mm. All right. Stay gold, Betty White. Ugh, Betty I think, White. I think that's... I mean, that's... that's Might be my best idea yet. A really good one. I love it very much. I, and we could like... How do we make this... <laughs> our lives become... Our only thing we have to do when we get up in the morning is like... Because we have reached all the fame and success. We just walk down the street. We knock on the door. And Miss White is there with like tea and cookies for us. And we set up the mics. And we talk to her. And we just let her go. Oh. If that could be my job, I would be the happiest man alive. I would devote my life to Yes, Betty, to Betty I would White. move instantly. I love her. She's the best. How do we... We got to make this happen, dude. Like, I'm not even joking. I'm not doing a bit. I want that to be my livelihood. Yes. Like, just talk to me, Miss White. Oh. I'm here to listen. Just whisper sweet nothings in my ear. It will, I'll put my ear near a microphone so that she's... Right, So yeah. we, so we, we can, capture the audio. And then we... Yeah, yeah, But yeah, for yeah. all intents and purposes in my ear. That's that's great. I, I don't... Do we want to go on, or do we just call the episode here? I mean, I don't know what else there is to say, really. Betty White is, like... There, there's nowhere we this, can go from here no in this one no we've this one wasn't very funny but it was good but there was a lot of ground covered today. a lot of good shit today. and again seriously uh betty white betty white call us call us and uh so yeah we love you betty white we i betty white is the best uh betty white here's where you can contact us you can't actually <laughs> call us because well you i mean you can you, Betty White probably has access to the dark web, so she could probably uh, find our phone numbers if she really wanted to. But if she doesn't want to do that, she can just email us at do you want to make a podcast at gmail.com. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at do you want to pod. Yes. That's it. That's everywhere. The, the, that's everywhere. And once you, uh, Miss White, once you contact us, I will immediately give you my personal contact information, Jim's as well, and we can take it from there. Yes. We will have to verify your identity. Yes. Uh, just so that we don't think you're a yes. A, a prince that has gone out of their way. Like, what is it? Like, the scams? Yes. There's been a lot of uh, impoverished princes that have been robbing. How funny would that be? An old person <laughs> gets us with a, which are with a scam instead of... Okay, I'm not going to explain the joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we got it. Uh, uh, the other place, Betty White, that you could uh, contact us is uh, you could leave a review. On iTunes. On iTunes for us. Uh, just make sure you also tap the five stars, all five of them. Mm -hmm. Well, no, don't tap all, just tap the fifth one, and that implies <laughs> that you've typed the other four. Yes, sounds good. And with that... Uh, Betty, I'd like to thank you for listening. Uh, and I'd like to thank you for being a friend, a friend. Wonderful. Bye mom. Bye Betty. Bye mom. I love, love you. I don't need your mile long bridge. Williamsburg is.
to smoke crack. 